is good to find pill family. We're going to get into some of the sensuality and sexuality and the sacred energy exchange surrounding Aries. I have a little bit of time, so I decided why not. Um, Y'all know that I love to read from this book by Phyllis Vega, The Erotic Astrology, The The Sex Secrets of Your horoscope revealed but i think she should rename it or come out with a part two and name it your horoscope you know sex secrets of your horoscope exposed because look she she was pulling some cards so um like i said i just decided to just jump right into it otherwise i would have the page open but one of the things i love if you ever the reason i mention her and the author and the book is because if, I would encourage you to get this book because it, it's so much more that goes into it. Um, she talks about, you know, like, for example, if Aries is going to be in, in your sun, your Mars, that talks about your sex drive. And then she goes into the Sun-Mars combinations a little bit more. So if we have a little bit of time, I might I might just pull some randomly. And then next year when we revisit it, if some of you give me some of your placements like or combinations that you want me to explore, then I can um with you and your partner, then I can <clears throat> share those. But also like let's say if your Aries is in um if Aries is in your moon or Venus, this describes your love nature. Okay. So what I think I'll do is let's go ahead and start with um Aries in your Venus. And then I'll probably just work my way up. I'll actually work upwards um you know what no 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 what let's start off with aries and mars um about your sex drive because i'm I'm gonna keep it 100 funky with you i feel like um that's why i did the teaser like a couple days back because i felt aries energy coming in like strong and uh, let's let's just let's just tap into it so page 65 and then we'll get into the love nature all right don't don't get mad at me (laughs) Let's do it. Okay, so Mars and Aries. Let's go, fellas. Pull their cards. So it says Mars is strongest in Aries. And yes, um, Aries is, is ruled by, by Mars. Mars is strongest in Aries. It's natural sign where it represents high energy, courage, and initiative. Your sex drive is powerful, spontaneous, and easily awakened, which is so funny because like even with me wanting to get into this one, I'm like, let me just jump right in. Let me just <laughs> go right for this one, right? Oh my goodness. So it says, in Aries, Mars is all about action. And when your passions are aroused, you rarely stop to consider possible consequences. So that can be all good and fun and games, especially if you're in a loving, healthy relationship where it's like, you just take one look at each other and you're like, it's going down, right? Just the impulsivity, the spontaneity, the high energy, Maybe not so good if you're kind of like, this is kind of like, I'm going to call it, it's a little bit of pump and dump energy, just kind of like, oh, you see the girl at the club, she looks good, you know, and you next thing you know, you, you already slept with this person, right? The impulsivity, but so it says, yeah. Um, you really stop to consider possible consequences. And 
it's so funny because I've been wanting to do a PSA or public service announcement, but it's so funny, like even in 2022, end of 2021, there are men that still don't know you can get a woman pregnant if you have sex, but I'm just saying though. All right, let's just keep going. It says, the ultimate individualist, you cannot bear anyone telling you what to do. Oh, now this is funny because <laughs> I'm going to call this right now too. You would not be good with anybody that has a, um, an Aquarius placement because one of the things that tickled me with Aquarius is um, they're into like sex games and into role play, but they also love to tell you like what position, they are very verbal about telling you like, do this, do that, get on top suck this, touch this, blah, 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 all right? I want you to do whatever, right? And so I'm going to just call it right now. Aries and Aquarius, I, I, and it depends on the combinations, right? I'm not saying that you can't be compatible with it. You just have to be aware with it. So it says here, um, for Aries, the ultimate individualist, you cannot bear anyone telling you what to do. So you and Aquarius, like I would say Aquarius and um, anything that Phyllis talks about here. So the sun, the Mars, the Venus, and I always forget what the other one is. I'm going to get this. Sun, Mars, Venus, and moon. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Y'all don't like people telling you what to do. I'm not mad at it, though. It says, oh, and see, so new people and fresh products projects make you happiest so this is again yeah like kind of that pump and dump energy you just probably like catching bodies like high lay counts right and so what is the healthy vibration of that I will say I and this is just my opinion right but just take it and then build on it or grow from it or marinate on it a little bit but I think that um you can add newness and vibrancy to your intimate relationship when, you know, one of the things I will say is I've learned with my placement, and I won't go into all of it, is I need to learn how to, um, and it comes from the Pisces part, but learning the romance and the sexual nature, which is a part of the things that I'm, I'm articulating now, all of the different signs, right? And so then that's how you and your partner can um, make things always exciting. I mean, and you can make it so fun and playful because Pisces was all about romance and about the kissing and the handholding and the daydreaming, right? Um, Aquarius is about, like I said, the, um, sex games and the, like the domination and BDSM. Sagittarius was all about the sapiosexuality behind it. Um, Sagittarius was about, uh, I get a sense of like people pleasing, although I think people don't really get that one that much. Um, and also about stamina, like that one, they are about going all night, right? Type of a thing. Like it's not in and out energy. Um, is there one that I'm missing? I think I'm missing Capricorn. I have to go back and visit Capricorn, right? But instead of maybe the high vibrational part would be new experiences with people, right? With with your significant other and exploring that for the both of you and you understanding that versus just running through people and engaging in different part, different projects with your with your intimate partner in terms of different types of dates. So that's just my input on that. 
So it says, when life starts getting predictable, you get antsy. While living with you is never dull or boring, it can be difficult. <laughs> Impulsive and, ex- and supremely confident, you're not overly inclined to look or think before you leap. And um, I had just read a little bit from the Heavenly Bodies deck. Um, just wanted to get a little bit more into your headspace before we jumped into the sheets here with the Serotic Astrology, but just tying it just ties back to you know um you're not really thinking things through or the consequences all right so it says the negative aspect of mars and aries is a lack of restraint despite your leadership abilities you're not very good at compromise or teamwork because you always want to do things your own way okay so just think about that i mean and i think one of the interesting things to me is how we have so many relationships and, you know, um, different dating experiences. But if you are really that person who really wants to be in alignment with finding a loving partner, kind of understand how you're coming across to people. If no one has ever told you about that, this is a way of raising your consciousness. You can come across as someone who is doesn't compromise or who isn't good at teamwork. And it doesn't mean that you are confined to this. It means that maybe it's something your partner brings out in you, or you can, that's a way of expressing your love, right? Um, uh, looking for ways to team up with your, with your significant other on a project on something new, right? You can still use impulsivity. You can still use the drive and the curiosity, but now you can do that with your significant other. That's just my thoughts, right? Because you always want to do things your way. And this is so interesting because I think it doesn't matter if it's the man or the woman. It's like, what's the point of being with somebody if it's only going to be things done your way? And this can be a problem if you're not paying attention to, you know, um, I would say maybe next year, because I still have to work my way through this book. But when you start to get into like Kama Sutra and Tantra, um, and I think there's one other form of it. It's like you, it's important part of, sensuality is an important part of our spirituality as well, right? And um, the word selfish is coming to mind. So it's like, who would want to be in a relationship with someone where even their their physical and their sexual needs are not being met, made, met, met, <laughs> right? Just something for you to think about and think about maybe your past relationships and how you've come across to other people. Um, and then just keep that in the forefront of your mind as you're engaging with, with somebody that you're romantically interested in that that's something that you need to cultivate, right? So it says, you won't tolerate opposition or interference. And at times your Martian temper can get you into serious trouble. Yeah, I'm not, I listen, I would just tell you like, if, if your temper flared up with me, oh yeah, we're done. Oh, I am done. Part of it is I know like my placements, I'm not going to go into here because I want to stay with Aries. I have a temper too, but I know, like I've learned to just 
for your protection, right? So, but the temper thing to me, that is not sexy. It's not cool. I don't feel it. But it's saying here, at times your Martian temper can get you into serious trouble. And even as we're talking about erotic astrology, it's like, don't do that with your love partner. Like, it's so interesting, you know, you can have a bad day at work or at the gas station or with the bank teller. But it's like, if that's your love partner, your 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 counterpart, your significant other, it's like, that's the last person you want to put your temper on. You know, that's the person that you really want to show your sweet side and your loving side and your um, the teamwork side and the compromise side, right? Just something for you to think about. So it says, sex is best for you when it's spontaneous and unrestricted. Although sometimes aggressive in bed, you're sincere and enthusiastic in your sexual expression. But again, it's like that selfishness is kind of coming through just a little bit. It's like you really want to express yourself and maybe show some stuff or do some, but it, it's all about you, right? And maybe that's something, again, for you to think about. Like, you're sincere and enthusiastic. Um, I would say for both parties, just be aware that you can also be get, coming across aggressive in bed. Okay. <laughs> Um, between the sheets, you can get impatient with too much, oh, with too much foreplay, preferring to get right to the point. And that, I could tell you that could be a, that, that could be a problem. And it's such a contrast when you look at Pisces, Pisces is all about the foreplay, all about the romance, the looking to the eyes, the kissing, the handholding, the romance of it all, right? So that's just something to think about. You know, one of the things that's so interesting to me, too, is you have another layer. Because when she talks about the different compatibilities between these, I'm going to see if she has a combo, like the combinations. We might have a little bit of time for the combinations, but <clears throat> I don't I don't know. This one is like kind of getting me a little bit, too, because if you're looking at it from a, you know, Aries man versus an Aries woman, you know, I don't know if there's a win-win preferring to get to the point. I almost wonder, like, I think I'm going to skip ahead real quick and look at Mars with an Aries and Aries, because I think that will give me insight on how you guys mirror each other for, for male and for male and female, just because, um, I would say that it, you would have to be with another, uh, a woman, a woman with her, Aries and Mars that she she doesn't want foreplay you don't want foreplay and then the, both of y'all are happy but I don't <clears throat> I don't see that happening with the other signs Hold on. <coughs> talking too much hold on because it's my second podcast <clears throat> so it's almost been an hour if you both have um Aries in your Mars oh Oh, oh my, okay, you know what, I'm probably not doing this right, y'all just bear with me, if I have to make it a little bit longer, I probably will, because the way that she does it, I assumed, so she combines the sun and the Mars, your sun has to be in Aries and your Mars has to be in Aries. The sun in your Scorpio symbolizes the primary archetype, the sign in your birth chart. The Mars is the embodiment or sexual energy. 
by understanding the astrological dynamics of your Sun-Mars combination or that of your significant other or potential lover, you gain tremendous insights. Okay, so let's say that your Mars is in Aries and your love partner's is Sun is in, 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 in Aries. This, that's how this would work, right? Just so you're aware of the combination. So it says... It doesn't get much more fiery than this combination of the Sun and Mars. You're a force of nature and as, head, and as headstrong, rash, and impulsive about sex as you are about everything else. Since you enjoy the chase, ooh, that's another good point too. When I picture Aries, excuse me, I imagine that this is really juicy energy for the divine masculine because it's like he's going to either come with this naturally or he's going to cultivate it to where he understands that he's to pursue the woman and he's supposed to be the initiator and he's the chaser i think it could be a little bit more difficult for our divine feminines and that's where you see that runner chaser dynamic where you can see um divine feminines um chasing they're masculine. This, that, that is interesting. Um, headstrong, rash, and impulsive about sex as you are about anything else. You enjoy the chase and relish the role of playful pursuer and don't hesitate to seize the initiative. You're very clear about what turns you on and what you like and dislike in bed. You know what? And so it's so funny because I was talking a little bit about how, what this combination would be like with Aquarius. Aquarius is going to tell you what they like and they don't like, um, but Aquarius is also going to tell you what to do <laughs> in bed. They're going to tell you how it gets down. And so um, with Aquarius, you will also mirror back and say, you know, what you like, what you don't like, but you don't want them to tell you what to do. Very interesting. Just a little bit of a nuance in there, right? Um, you're very clear about what turns you on and what you like and dislike in bed. Matching wits with your lover in the bedroom is a potent aphrodisiac for you. Yeah, and I definitely picked up on that energy. Like, that's why I said Aries and Aries would be so interesting because it's like, you guys really like that challenge. You really like to just one-up each other, a type of a thing. And it's great in the boardroom. It's great in the pursuit of life and going into um, uncharted territory. And so I could see where that would be. This combination would be really great. I wish I had a little bit more time because like I'm looking here at um like Sun and Aries, Mars and Cancer, right? Um Wow. Okay, so let's keep going. It says Matching wits with your lover in the bedroom is a important aphrodisiac for you and you quickly lose interest in a partner who is unable to keep up with you mentally or physically. And I will say that kudos on that. I think that um, this is nice for both a man and the woman in the sense that you like someone who can keep up with you um, mentally. So now you're looking at Sagittarius or Capricorn right? And physically. So I would even say Capricorn. Capricorn is all about stamina. Um, Sagittarius is all about the sapiosexual, like the mind, right? But now you're looking for that compatibility between the two of you. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and say it here too, because I think that this is good for both men and women. We are so much more like your largest sexual organ is your mind, right? Right? Um, we like to think it's other parts of our other 
body parts, but your largest sexual organ is your mind, being able to stimulate the mind. Okay. And we've seen that, like I said, as I'm thinking about it over and over again with Capricorn, with Sagittarius, with Aquarius, with um, Pisces. Okay. Um, it says, yet in a fulfilling romantic union, you're capable of great loyalty and devotion. I like that. I like to see that for um, Aries because one of the things I was curious about is if they're able to commit. Um, but it just sounds like if you find that perfect match who understands you, as I imagine with every other sign, right? Um, it's just like your combo, um, what you like on your pizza or on your salad or <laughs> in terms of in the bedroom is is once you get that combo, then now you're loyal to and devoted to that. <clears throat> so it says here, going back to Mars and Aries, it says sex is best for you when it's spontaneous and unrestricted. Although sometimes aggressive, you're sincere and enthusiastic. Um, between the sheets, you get impatient with too much foreplay. We, we prefer to get right to the point. While other signs may be more aroused by, oh, aroused by courtship and romance, you're aroused by the sex act itself. Plain and simple. Your head is your major oh, y'all I promise I did not read ahead of this. This is this is what Phyllis is saying. Your head is your major erogenous zone. But I, I love it um because um we have been seeing that component in all of the signs and I think that it, it's nice to see it in all of the erotic astrology that we underestimate that. The mental stimulation, the talk leading up to that up to, you know, before you jump into the sheets is so important, having that personality and the vibrancy. And it's good for you as a person to cultivate that within yourself, to be exciting, to be adventurous, to be spontaneous. And Aries definitely is, is showing us that that's a beautiful part of our, our um, sacred energy exchange with our partners, Okay. Um, and you like having your lover massage your scalp or run fingers through your hair. And so that is interesting too. I think it's cute, you guys. I think everything is cute. But um, yeah, so if you are, I'm pretty sure that this spills over into the other areas too, like the moon, the, the um, Venus. Let me see if I can break down... Um, one more because I only have like eight more minutes. But yeah, so they like to have massage their scalp or run their fingers through their head hair. I think that um Aries rules the head, right? Now let's let's try and probably won't be able to do this. Let's let's look at um Aries and V Aries. Let's look at Aries Moon 135. Because I want to make sure I'm doing the ones that um you can always look up Aries Venus, but 135. But not you won't see a lot of Aries and Moon. So, oh, you guys, I'm going to make this a little bit longer. Because it talks about Moon and Aries, and then it talks about in bed. So it says, in fiery Aries, the Moon energy is dynamic and impulsive. Thrilled by adventure, opportunity, and challenging situations, you can usually be found in the forefront of any new activity. A natural rebel, you prefer making your own rules to live under other people's restrictions. Uh, you prefer to make your own rules 
versus living under other people's restrictions. Since you don't much care about any opinions other than your own, you don't seek advice and rarely follow it if offered. Diplomacy is not your strong suit. You generally come out and say whatever you're thinking. Mm. <laughs> Moon in Aries is never secretive or deceitful, preferring unvarnished truth to sugar-coated deception. I could see where that that could be a little bit difficult to have, especially when you're it's somebody that you're intimate with. Um, this is the type of guy that you wouldn't want to ask him, like, babe, how how do I look in this dress? Because he's about to tell you the unvarnished truth, and then now <laughs> there's not going to be no fireworks because you're going to be feeling some kind of way. Um, and I can imagine it even for a woman telling it to her man where she can really like just tell you something that's going to cripple your, your ego. Like if you have a low ego, like a small ego or a low vibrational ego and your Aries divine feminine is like, da 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 it's like, now you're just crushed. You deal with things immediately, often with little thought, but always with tremendous energy and verve. Possessing, possessing great charm and wit, you exude an infectious optimism that that's not always justified. Even so, you're a natural leader and some something of a visionary. Those around you um, easily get caught up by your enthusiasm, sometimes even to the point of joining in your madcap schemes. And it's funny because in, um, when I was reading from the Heavenly Bodies in the last oracle, or in the one right before this, it like Aries is the type of person that's like, are you on my bandwagon or not? Like, if you're not on my bandwagon, get off type of a thing, right? But Aries is so charming. It sounds like that. It's like people want to follow them anyways. So it says in bed, Aries passion is immediate. Love and desire do not build up gradually. But you know, that's part of the thing. Like they say, if it's easy for you to fall in love, it's easy for you to fall out of love. So just something for you to think about if you're falling in love with an Aries. I almost think it's one of those secret underlying things. Like if you are able to master how to give them the time, because Aries is going to come into it like, I'm in love with you. Let's go out. Let's spend all this time together and then quickly fall out of love. But you kind of have to know and understand for yourself or if you're dealing with that other person, let's take our time. Oh, you guys, that was a let's take our time before it's too late. Let's take our time. Bet you Janet wrote that song after dealing with somebody with an Aries placement in Venus or in their moon or in their Mars, right? Because Mars has to do with their sex drive, right? It says, passion is immediate. Love and desire do not build up gradually, but begin full force and proceed with high intensity. In the bedroom, you enjoy the lead and go after what you want with an intensity and determination. Between the sheets, you're a fiery lover, easily aroused with physical desires that urgently demand satisfaction. You have a strong appetite for anything new and innovative and talent for keeping the spirit of your love alive and th- thriving. Um, I like that. Again, this would be super fascinating to, if I had more time to see what it means with more of the quote-unquote shy, you know, or fixed um, placements. If if you're somebody who's into new and innovative stuff, like, always make sure you have a consent and you're not always catching them off guard or surprising them to where it's like, what? I'm not sure I want to do that. But um, 
I will say a pro and what will make us fall in love with you, Aries, is the talent for keeping the spirit of your love alive and thriving. I think that's beautiful. It says you're open to trying anything that is fun and adventurous at least once. <laughs> Although your sexual needs are high, intimate involvement with one person may become a source of conflict because you require a great deal of personal freedom. It's often easier for you to commit yourself physically than emotionally, so you deflect what you're feeling into your sexuality. Yo, I wish I had more time, because that's a, that could be a problem, yo. Emo you can cheat emotionally, too. I'm just going to put that out there. Then you deal with your emotions on that level instead of con confronting them directly. For you, a successful permanent relationship needs to be... Oh, there we go. Let's wrap up with this one. Love how Felix Vegas wrote this, right? <clears throat> For you, a successful permanent relationship needs to be based on friendship as well as in love and romance. And so, Aries, this is one of those things where it's like you're learning with these placements to cultivate that. That's what you decided you wanted to come here and master. And so you're not necessarily confined to some of the shadow things that come with Aries. You're going to learn what it's like to um, partner with someone, to take on new projects with someone, to explore something different and keep it exciting and keep the love alive with that one person and learning how to communicate, right? The things that, that don't make you um, happy, like they were talking about earlier there, you're instead of just being so impulsive and um being so quick in immediate passion, you're going to learn what it means to have friendship and learn from your Pisces who was right before you about the romance, about the kissing and the staring into each other's eyes and the hand holding and the walks on the beach and the romance together, right? So absolutely love that for Aries. Um, happy birthday, Aries. And um, here's to, you know, many happy partnerships and unions and sensuality and sexuality but again friendship and love and romance okay hope you enjoyed it so uh